Hi there, and welcome to the LDS Study Session, episode 24, with me, Matt. Uh, and today I wanted to continue looking at uh, our Come Follow Me study this week. Uh, there is so many things uh, to learn from this week's study, and it's been a bit, it's been uh, tempting just to do all of it focused on that. But I think there was, there were some things that particularly pulled my interest, and this is one of them. It's the section that's entitled, The Saviour is Our Example of Forgiveness, and that can be found in Luke 23, verse 34. Of course, we're looking at uh, the week of June 17th to June 23rd, Matthew 27, Mark 15, Luke 23, and John 19, entitled, It is Finished. Uh, and we're looking at the Saviour being an example of forgiveness here. And this, you know, this points to one of the most impressive um, demonstrations of forgiveness that we see in the scriptures. In Luke 23, verse 24, it says, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Now, here, uh, you know, we, we know that we recognize that the Saviour has just been crucified. He's also gone through the pains of Gethsemane. He's going through the pains of Gethsemane on the, on the cross, again, as we read um, in, in many instances in Jesus the Christ uh, and in other um, general authority talks as well. Um, and then, of course, we, uh, we, we, so we see this, which is an incredible um, act of forgiveness. You know, if we were to be in that situation, would we be as forgiving for those that uh, have been involved in, in such pain and, and torment? It would be very difficult. However, um, the, the Come Follow Me manual identifies uh, a footnote that we find in this verse. And if we look at the footnote, uh, it's a Joseph Smith translation, and it, and it just and it adds this. Father, forgive them, for they know what, not what they do, meaning the soldiers who crucified him. Now, this is a really important uh, addition or a note, because the Roman soldiers, it implies here in this translation, are the ones that he forgave. Uh, were these the ones that, uh, were there others that weren't forgiven, if it's identified the ones that he did forgive? Perhaps the chief priests who kind of led him to this point? Um you know, I think that we, when we read this, are tempted to think, oh, well, in that case, if there is someone that, you know, doesn't know what they do, or really just don't know what they do to us, then, of course, we must forgive them. But if there's someone that has willingly hurt us, willingly done something to upset us, then maybe we shouldn't forgive them. After all, you know, I'm sure forgiveness was available to the chief priests, but maybe because they were considered to be more aware of what they were doing, then therefore they will have to act for themselves to receive that full forgiveness. Now, obviously, we can take that um, as, as, you know, the principle that we need to learn from that and move forward and, and apply that to our lives. However, I think there is some danger in doing that because as we look further into the scriptures, into the principles of forgiveness, we do find that, okay, well, whilst that might have been the case, we are not the saviour. We do not know the hearts of all men. President Irons' quote uh, in the Come, Follow Me manual supports this. Um, he said... Uh, he said these words, quote, We must forgive and bear no malice towards those who offend us. The Saviour set the example from the cross. We do not know the hearts of those who offend us. Close quote. Now, in the Saviour's case, he is entitled to make that, that difference, that judgment, for he is the Saviour of the world. He knew the hearts of those people and whether they were able to receive, not whether he was willing to give the forgiveness, but whether they were willing to, or whether they were able and willing to receive forgiveness for what they had done, 
we do not know their hearts. We, we, even if someone hurts us intentionally, we don't know their hearts. Whilst we can have a pretty good assumption, uh, you know, we don't. And I was listening to an interesting podcast from Fair Mormon uh, yesterday, and I don't actually know who the man was who, who was giving it, and I haven't even finished listening to it, but he made a really important point. And Fair Mormon is another wonderful podcast for you to join up to if you haven't done so already. Um, but he was talking about the assumptions that we make. And whilst there may be, you know, evidences that make us think, oh, well, you know, that's the way it is, we cannot make those assumptions of other people. Uh, we think we probably know the hearts of a number of the chief priests, and perhaps this is why they weren't included. But as mortals, we are required to forgive all men. And of course, you know, when we mention that phrase, we, 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 think, we think of the verse in Doctrine and Covenants, section 64, verse 10. And I'll start with verse 9 as well. Wherefore, I say unto you, that ye ought to forgive one another. For he that forgiveth not his brother his trespasses standeth condemned before the Lord, for there remaineth in him the greater sin. I, the Lord, will forgive whom I will forgive, but of you it is required to forgive all men. And of course, didn't the Saviour say earlier in his ministry, uh, words of the same effect, that we need to, to forgive others? Um, he went talking to his, those that he would call as his twelve apostles, he said this in Luke chapter 6, verse 28, Bless them that curse you, and pray for them that despitefully use you. So we read here, and it is clear, that the Saviour is expecting us to forgive all men. Not just those that don't know what they're doing to offenders, but all men. We read of this many, many times uh, in, in Latter-day Re Revelation. Uh, interestingly, in John, uh, John Taylor said this, now, when he said this, he was speaking of individuals in the world who were, who were you know, working against the restored gospel. Uh, and he likened them to, these, to the people that obviously were in part of uh, the crucifixion of the Saviour. He said this, quote, They know not the light and intelligence of the Holy Ghost, and consequently they do not understand our position, and they are led by other influences they know nothing about. They do not see the kingdom of God, nor can they, close quote. And I think that this is a really important quote for us to kind of take away from this, because even if someone upsets and offends us on purpose, particularly about our beliefs that we're focusing on now and the kingdom of God, they don't understand. They don't understand why we do or believe the things we believe, not because they are wicked and because they you know, don't like us, because they simply don't understand. We would not... Um, you know, what's the word? Punish, sanction a child or some or, or someone that doesn't understand something for what they don't know, and it should be the same in this case. Even people that are, you know, willfully, you know, outwardly rebelling against, or well, not rebelling perhaps, but going against what we believe and mocking what we believe, they don't understand it, and we therefore need to extend that loving, forgiving arm and saying, "I forgive you." for the things that you're saying to me. Uh, and I think that that is a very, very difficult thing to do. However, it is something that our Saviour expects us to do, uh, and that it's something that he did. And if we look to him, you know, and the, and the situation that he was in, then surely, you know, that's what he expects us to do. Not obviously, we're not going to get there straight away. We're not perfect. But that is the standard for which we are aiming towards, and it's something which we'll, we'll need to develop. So... I hope you've uh, enjoyed this little insight into that verse today. Uh, if you have anything to add to it, please uh, do so at Matt S. Roberts 90 
or if there's anything else that you want to, me to have a look at that you're studying, I'd love to hear from you. Grateful for your listening, and until we meet again.